right, folks, grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskies present Tales of the Trophies, the Big Ten's greatest rivalries post-Thanksgiving, post-rivalry weekend. How are we doing, fellas? Uh, we are we are doing pretty good here. We are fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're doing better than pretty good, Joe. Yeah, sleep sleep wise, I'm not, but uh, everything else is is looking good for me right now. Yeah, man. Lucy lives in a world where you know <laughs> Michigan is is undefeated against Ohio State. Uh, may I think undefeated in general, right? So just yeah. she's she's never seen the Buckeyes beat the Wolverines. It's true, and that's wonderful. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we've hit the level at our house of sleep deprivation where my wife about an hour ago said that she was going to get herself uh, a nice little treat and a nice little root beer float and uh, didn't think anything of it. And then sat down, I saw her sit down and she had it in a, in a cereal bowl. Um, not because we don't have um, dishes. They're, they're clean. Uh, we actually have a couple of mugs that would look real nice with a float. Uh, I think it was just even an unconscious choice. I don't even think she realized she did it, but she was just like ice cream. Yeah. I don't see any problem with that. And I, I, when you sent it to us, I, I said that I don't see any problem with it. But the one thing I will say is you have to have the right utensils. You need a straw in that case because you're not you're not mm-hmm. spooning up. A, That's what a she did. Your float. It okay. was like she soup. needs a straw. OK, she needs a straw then. And otherwise, yeah. same, same, same. I respect the hustle. That's a big, big time fat kid move. Respect that. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't like listen, Joe, I'm sure. Everything, uh, everything's well. Just, you know, a little, little sleep deprived. That's all. Um, okay, guys. So because <laughs> we are sleep deprived and coming back from a holiday weekend, uh, we are just drinking whatever. We oh, drink. oh, oh, I mean, let me. This is uh, JoJo's Wild Card Whiskey Week, so there we're we go. we're chi- choosing that. our That's own. Good branding right I did. I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. you don't okay, need to sorry. let me handle it. I'm sorry. We're choosing our own whiskey drinks this week. You can do it neat. You can do it on the rocks. You can make your own drink. So I, I think we just go through and each say what we're drinking and why, if you want to, or what you like about it, or whatever. Um, sure, I'll go first. Uh, I I just grabbed the only bourbon I have in my house. I have some rye. I don't know what to do with them. Um, you need to get that bar built in your basement. I know. I'm actually sitting at the location it'll likely go. Um, yeah. So I, I just grabbed the only bullet, uh, the only bourbon I had, which was bullet. Just put it on the rocks. Easy peasy. Nice. Lemon squeezy. Mike. Yep. Old Forester 1920. Hmm. Yeah. Is that a purchase uh, when you were up in PA? No, that was uh, that was actually uh, right before I went to PA. I, that was one of the, uh, I saw 1910, 1920 on the shelf, grabbed them both uh grab well, you can't you can't try one without the other you gotta can't do it. see how the can't years how they uh compare yeah yeah so went nice. ahead grab that that was a, a really nice haul from the uh from the old liquor store there so they only had two balls of the 1920 and a one ball of the 1910 left so mm-hmm. you know might as well nice so yeah. for mine similar to a couple weeks ago or maybe last week i don't remember what we did um i went with jack honey which has been my go-to lately and threw some apple cider in it's a nice fall mm. drink little drizzle honey on there just to add a little bit more sweetness that and was is. that was the only thing i was drinking for a while there yeah after we did that episode you, you can't go wrong with jack honey no no do you do a little bit of uh lemon in there 
I thought about it, but I, I, I didn't know. Not this time. I, so I might make another one. I might do another one. I made one after the episode. I'm like, like you know, a couple of days after the episode, I was like, ah, it's missing something. I'm like, you know what? That lemon really, really spoke to me. I think, and yeah, just a little squirt of lemon. It really helps to like bring it all uh, together. Yeah, yeah. It really, it's the glue. It's the glue that brings. You'd think it'd be the together. honey, but really, it's the lemon. You would think, but it's that acidity, you know, that really helps to kind of like balance it nicely. Yeah. So the lemon right. juice. Yes, lemon juice is yeah. <laughs> Actually, I uh, I'm drinking this 1920 here, and I tell you, it is it's potent stuff. Um, I've been working late tonight. Probably gonna keep working after we get off this Zoom. And uh, yep, yep. This this is the juice that uh, approving time cards, baby. That's that's what we're doing. So <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we have a lot of college football to go over here. It was an exciting weekend. We knew it would be with rivalry weekend. Uh, we had five of our trophy games uh, happen finally, and most of them didn't disappoint. Uh, and then obviously a couple huge statement wins this week. Uh, an upset and we have the the playoff uh, just got released the the standings the official standings as they sit now uh, with major implications on who's where so we have all this coaching carousel I, I don't know if it's ever been like this before <laughs> oh yeah we got uh, so we gotta we gotta dig into that I just had notes on that yeah and I mean, I and it's championship weekend, so mm-hmm. we have all sorts of stuff to get through. So a lot of questions. Uh, let's go through. Uh, so the first thing, the Heroes Trophy. So that was uh, Nebraska. That was uh, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Slow I start mean, for Iowa. I mean, at this point, you almost feel bad for Nebraska. Kind of. I mean, I do. I I, I mean, they they're, they're the most exciting three win <laughs> team in the nation. That's for damn sure. They're almost like yeah. the Lions of college football. Yeah. Yes. Like not the, yes. not the Lions have won clearly, but that's apropos. You just feel bad for them. They kind of keep they hang around in games long enough where you think they're going to have a chance, and then they just don't. They blow it. This might have been their worst because a lot of these games, it's been like either tied or they've been like well, I guess they've been ahead in a couple, but this one just felt bad. You know, they they were up seven and really had to yeah fumble it away to to to, to get to that yeah. loss. I, I I don't know if you guys took it. I mentioned it to you guys, but I I put I maxed out the the boost that FanDuel had for this game that Iowa would be leading at halftime and win the game, okay. which I thought was a lock. So I maxed it out at fifty bucks, and they were down at half. <laughs> so luckily, luckily I I watched the game real closely and I liked the live bet, and uh, so I ended up put, making my money back with Iowa as, as they made their like, kind of slow comeback. <clears throat> I took the money line for Iowa when it was like juicy. And uh, it paid off. Yeah, I mean, Joe and I were were watching this closely because I had just at the beginning uh, put fifteen bucks on Iowa money line, um, and then they were also part of other parlays that I had. So we were definitely watching and and very upset. And then in a flip of a you know coin, they had you know blocked field or a blocked punt, and then there you go off to the the races. It was uh, quite the game. Yeah, you you feel bad, for, especially for uh, what was his name Smothers. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that even rookie, Martinez's yeah. plan. Yeah. The, the, the backup came in. Yeah, no, red shirt sophomore. Is that right? Some, yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, rookie basically. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're in trouble with Nebraska if if uh, Petrus didn't start 
for good reason. And then he comes in and wins the game for Iowa. That's, that's, that's not great. That, that he really didn't do that much salt. either to win the game. It was more the defense and special teams, but then he, yeah. he, he had a couple sneak. throws. Yeah. yeah. He had a sneak too. They pushed him in. So, yeah. So that sent because of um, another game that we'll talk about in a second that put Iowa into the big 10 championship. So it was a very important comeback for them. Yeah. Mike, you have anything else that were you able to catch this game? No, I didn't really watch it. Okay. And we got to see the trophy. Mm-hmm. I, I think Joe, you were the one that posted. Um, yeah. On the story. Yeah. On the story. That was awesome. I, as soon as I saw that on TV, I was like, oh man, I probably should be recording this. And then uh, you did that. So thank you. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I it was great. I meant to save it to the highlights, but I don't think I did in time. It but looked good. I, I did. I mean, I did see when you posted that. It looked yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good. Uh, they they got a lot of screen time for it, and they showed them storming the field, and well, not storming the field, but like leaving the field with it down the tunnel and everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and kind of a side note, I had mentioned too. Uh, this is probably the first time I've really watched college football or um, college game day, excuse me. Uh, you know, from nine to noon. Usually, I just catch the last like thirty minutes or so, and uh, they actually had a really cool um, montage. Oh, on all the through, trophies. Yeah, where they went through all the trophies uh, this weekend, which obviously highlighted. Um, most of the trophies that we've talked about, which would have been nice cool if they see. put a little plug in there for us. Yeah. Jeez. Come on, Kirk. Next year. Next year. Come on, Lee. Um, okay. So the next, uh, the next trophy we talked about was the land of Lincoln trophy. Uh, so that's Illinois. That is what's the other one? Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. And, uh, it was a massacre like, uh, we all thought. Yep. That That's pretty much it. <laughs> Wildcat stink. Yep. Sure do. Sorry, Mr. Spanos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Um, but yeah, not not great. Anything else to add there? Nope. They just that, weren't strong enough. Covers it. Yeah. They were not strong. They were enough. not strong. Enough. <laughs> uh, so the next one was the old oak and bucket recap. That's Indiana. That's Purdue. It was a massacre. Like we I all feel, thought. I feel silly <laughs> for not putting more money on this game. Like I yeah. was like, uh, uh, Purdue. Like maybe they're dead. No, sure, sure weren't. No. I felt so dumb looking at that score, but uh, yeah, massacre like we all thought. But we got a lot more to talk about. We can keep it moving. Yeah, and honestly, the only other thing I'll mention here is I thought it was really cool that they, when they talked about the old oaken bucket, they obviously looked at Coach Corso and they had the picture that we had of him. Yeah, so we're yeah. researching the same places that game day does. Google. Guys, I think Google. Corso Google. pulled that out of his wallet yeah. and gave it to him. <laughs> they scanned it real quick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was cool to see that uh, the bucket. All right, next one, land grant trophy. That's Michigan State, Penn State. And it was crazy, especially because uh, Joe texted me as well. Uh, Michigan, Ohio State was first, and I knew there was going to be some snow, and I expected it to be closer to what was in Ann Arbor, which was, I don't know, maybe like an inch over throughout the game, Joe. Yeah, probably. it was It was kind of blustery, but it wasn't It wasn't sticking to the ground, really. It was The, yeah. the ground was solid, so it wasn't... Uh... Anything East, like this. Yeah. So the game was played in East Lansing, which is only about 45 minutes northwest of there, um, an hour northwest of there. And yeah. there was about four inches of snow uh, on, on the ground. It must and, have just been the timing, like the perfect timing for all the yeah. snow to, to collect. And and I, I, I mentioned to you guys, I think maybe maybe just because they weren't running around in the field, like keeping it somewhat warm and like kind of stirring it up yeah. at all before because the game was later. Maybe that's the only reason that it stuck so much. But once it stuck, it was there like. It was pretty serious. Yeah, it was. It was a fun game to watch um, because well, of the there's snow. There's nothing like a good snow game, right? You know, like that yeah. is just like 
Whenever I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we are in for a game today. I will say one thing infuriated me, infuriated the me. The stupid yellow line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they can't. They, the, the yellow line that shows you the first down, which you take for. Uh, they for mentioned granted, that, too. Yeah, the, their software can't pick it up. It is 2021. If, yeah. Like, yeah. let's figure it like, out. Just I, just have someone draw it on the screen at that point. <laughs> that's what draw I said. The circle players and stuff. Have the right. ball boy just take a piss, like, back and forth. <laughs> Keep that kid hydrated and just. I was just thinking, how hard would it be for someone to just have 10 yard intervals? Like, they can just set that parameter and then they just have to have someone eyeball like rough i mean, I, I mean it's already the, a rough estimate to begin with right yeah. they always tell you like oh this isn't too accurate don't don't judge this if it's not right the entire game i literally had no idea whether it was a first down whether it wasn't like it had to be a long play there were times where i thought we had like a 12 yard pickup it was four yards it was honestly <laughs> very it was very infuriating and i'm you know i i can count on on the screen but you're not a dumbass um, no, that's, yeah. that's the chaos of the snow game. You're like on, uh, you have no idea what's happening. No, you're just it on also the gives you a perspective, seat. like kind of going back to like your playing days, like when you're yeah. on the field, there's no yellow line on the field when you're no. down there. Like, you know, like no. you look up, you're like, did I, did I get the first down? And it shows you kind of how the players can lose track of it pretty easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or cameraman just pan a little bit to the <laughs> orange sticks. Like, just let me see yeah. a little bit of that orange <laughs> yeah, stick they can on the sideline. I thought you were going to say the Penn State white uniforms, how they oh, blended yeah. in with the snow. Because I, a couple of times, <laughs> I had trouble locating players. Like, they had a wideout. That's why and he Boise was in the end State zone. Does it. Yeah. And they couldn't, they're like, we can't, you can barely see him. And they did circle him on the broadcast. They're like, there's a guy here, but you won't be able to see him. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was a good game. Uh, I, I sent you guys a text prior to the game. Michigan State had the flu run through their team. So players like Walker and Reed, they didn't even practice till Friday. And I guess that was just not even a real practice. Uh, they had 20 players that were sick. I had zero expectations and I see the snow and I'm like, yeah, no way. But uh, they gutted it out, played pretty well. And, you know, they got their 10th win, which is uh, only the 10th time that's happened at Michigan State to have a 10 win season. So it's pretty significant would, for us you would think james frank frank would sit on the sideline at that point would be like you know what you know where there's not snow southern california you yeah, would think no, Damn, yeah just sign that new contract yeah <laughs> he did really but he didn't himself. get he didn't get paid very much compared to everyone else man it was uh, what do you get i didn't i didn't see it i saw it was like 10 years right 10 years 75 7.5 a yeah. year that's what i thought i mean they got him. They got him on a down year. You have to, to well, yeah, yeah, you have to wonder what was going through James Franklin's head, man. Like if he I mean, really was a front runner at USC, maybe like, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the writing yeah. was on the wall there. I yeah. mean, to be fair, when you look at his numbers, maybe really they saw that interview why. where he was like mentioned he's playing at the big house and he's playing <laughs> yeah. against Illinois. And uh, like, yeah, yeah, we don't want this guy anymore. Um, yeah, so it was a great game. Uh, now Michigan State actually has to root for Michigan um, because they're sitting at 11th. And if you want a New Year's uh, six bowl, you have to be at least 12th. So if Iowa beats Michigan, that's bad news bears for Michigan State. So go blue. Also, this yeah. Also, congrats to Mel Tucker, uh, Big Ten Coach of the Year. Yes. Yeah. Oh, very, nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. Congrats, Mel. That a babe. Yeah. Great, great time here with all this coaching nightmares and transfers because they're on like uh most coaches well i guess most coaches that don't have a game next weekend are on the recruiting trail uh because early signing is december 15th so this is time to get those little that. flippy flops and uh what a great time for that to happen and all this chaos to happen yeah um, really 
So I think for the teams, all three of our teams and, and a lot of other teams, it's nice to have some kind of solidarity where you're not, your team's not, you're, you're comfortable. Your team's not yeah, right, wondering right. who the coach is next year and Notre Dame and even USC up until what, today, yesterday. Oklahoma. I mean, yeah. I was just going to say, I know a lot of people have a lot of gripe with uh, Tucker's contract and everything. I mean, I'm just going to say it looked like it was the right move to do it because, you know, there's been some shockers here. Well, some, I told, and I sent you that. Pissed about Tucker's contract? He's had NFL, really? he had NFL interest yeah. too before yeah. he signed that. Well, it's just the number. Like, obviously, he's not as proven. Wow. That's a very high number for a coach that hasn't fully yeah, proven I mean, himself. It's but... been a good year for the Spartans. Yeah. Like, geez, oh, man. The two years. Yeah, yeah, really. So I was happy about that. Great game. I, I would challenge. I was, I was telling my in-laws uh, this. Um, and I, Mike, you might disagree. Maybe you don't. But I would love to force some of these SEC schools to play in that and see what it looks like because they, oh, the they get off pretty easy this time of year. Then you play your bowl games in nice warm weather. I'd like to see what an Alabama would look like playing their bowl game at Lambeau, you know, in January. I would, or, I would, or playing any I would game. love that right. too. I, I would, too. you know, like Georgia, let's see how mean Georgia is right now. Put them in. I mean, Columbus, uh, that, that, well, that. maybe listen, not against the Buckeyes, but you I know, mean, somewhere cold up North. I'd love to what, see it. I mean, Alabama, you know, maybe this year, sure. Like, you know, maybe that weather makes a difference, but like Georgia, yeah. that defense, I mean, defense travels, defense plays in the weather. Like, I don't I, think I want to see Yes. Typically they do, but I want to see it. Those, those warm weather kids, they don't know snow. I'd be up for it just it. to shut y'all, <laughs> shut y'all up on this. <laughs> fun to watch. Yeah. Um, okay. Paul Bunyan's axe, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Minnesota with the upset. Row the boat, sky you ma, go gophers, our quarter zip king. You cost me money. I thought <laughs> Wisconsin was a lock. I'm yep. like, they're motivated. They have to play for the Big Ten West. Like, they're going to get it done. But you know what, man? You can't be mad at P.J. Fleck and the Golden Gophers coming away with a big win, even though it cost me a whole bunch of money <laughs> after I was already in an incredibly big hole from a game that we will talk about, the game that we will talk about. I think you were, uh, you were the only one that took Minnesota. Or that hammered took, Wisconsin. Hammered the hell out of Wisconsin. I'm talking about our picks from last week. I think we all took Wisconsin, didn't we? I believe I thought so. Mike took Minnesota, though. No. No? no? Oh, you, okay. Mm-mm. Well, maybe I, I took did on Nebraska. the podcast. That's what I think. What yeah. I did in real yeah. life because you mentioned PJ Fleck, and I think you said they would cover. So I don't think you really answered. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't. You didn't want to answer. Mm. You're being real squirrely about. That's what you get. Wins and losses. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was a classic game. Uh, very close, and uh, Minnesota pulled it off. I mean, Minnesota still had hope. Uh, I don't. They played at the same time is Iowa. So if, if Iowa would have lost and Minnesota would have been mm-hmm. in with the win. So they definitely had everything to play for. Um, but great way to end the season. PJ got his uh, contract extension earlier in the year and had a couple of really bad losses. So good for him to is, bounce do you back. Guys know, is that running back of theirs that got hurt like week one? Is he coming back or is he a senior? I believe he is a senior, but I think with COVID, I think he has another Probably year another if he year. wants it. Um, I would assume he probably would. Well, just plus, to, like this, I don't year, think he's a big enough name to. If he didn't take a, if he didn't take a medical red shirt, he could have done it for done. this year too. Yeah, he only played yeah, probably. Game, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think if Ohio he State plays, it. yeah, if he plays the entire year, he's probably you know maybe the fifth running back off the board. You know, maybe a third or fourth round pick because he's 
very good, but I, I'd assume he'd probably come back just to give himself another yeah. shot at being a higher higher pick. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's all the trophy games. It was nice to see. Uh, I did see the axe, I believe. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember. I did not see the other ones live. Um, I did see a picture of the land grant because, you know, no way they were oh, going to carry that in the snow. Someone would have like beautiful beast. <laughs> hurt themselves trying to lift that thing around in the snow. Worth it. Worthwhile. <laughs> but uh, yeah, awesome, it was man. a. It was a great weekend uh, for these Big Ten trophy games. Um, a lot of fun. So let's get on to some. There were some big statement wins that had some very important implications to the playoff. We'll start with the first one, the game. The Ohio game. State, Michigan. It finally happened. Joe, I'm sure just going to let you go here. Yeah. All right. So I have a few things noted here. First thing, Ohio State. And Stroud, I think Mike can agree with me, not invincible, not the Heisman frontrunner that everyone's nope. been making them out to be. They played Akron. They played my brother's peewee team. Like yeah, they've played nobody. Blind and death. Yeah. yeah, they've played nobody since that lost it, lost it, uh, lost to Oregon. They so played I'm not nobody, saying they're Paul. I'm not saying they're a bad team. They're a good team, but I don't think they're as good as everyone. I know now they're not as good as everyone was making them out to be, um, which is. Beautiful. So happy to see that. Um, another another key point of the game, uh, J.J. McCarthy played lim- very few snaps, but he did play. Uh, we've been tracking that kind of all year to see what the five-star would do. Um, after the Michigan State botched two fumbles, um, I was very interested to see if he'd get a chance or if he'd beat and play at all. He came in, he did throw a 30-yard dime. That was a key first down. Uh, I think that was in the third quarter? Yeah. Um, it was it was a great pass, but that was the only pass he had. So thirty yarder, um, but he came in a few times and ran it. Also, did what he needed to do. So no fumbles or anything. So <clears throat> I did see he tweeted or posted on Instagram the day after the game. I think said something like just the beginning. So everyone's kind of reposting that, saying they're happy with how he's been handled on the field in the locker room at practice. Keep him happy. I mean, he's going to be your future. So it will be interesting to see what they do next year with Cade and him. And, 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 well, yeah. just just to jump in on that real sure. quick, I think that like, because a lot of people have said a lot of things about like Harbaugh and his coaching abilities, but mm-hmm. like if JJ sticks around and like is bought in with you know him saying that like just the beginning, yeah, that may be his biggest coaching accomplishment to date. Sure, to in the era of the you know transfer portal. It's it's a whole different story. You gotta yeah, you gotta keep them happy, but you also mm-hmm. don't want them to be in charge. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're still the coach. You you're still the guy. Like yeah. it's a very weird kind of dynamic. I feel like right now where everyone's still trying to get used to it. Yeah, and you can point to you know I I think that if I were Har- Harbaugh, I would mm-hmm. point to Jalen and Tua, in that situation yeah. because sure. that worked out really well for the both of them. I mean, you know they're both have had great you know. T- Tua is the hottest QB in the arguably one of the hottest QBs in the league right now, having like incredible success. And, you know, Jalen has see that was face hotter down there. earlier, but he's stumbled a little bit, but you know, I feel um, like I'd swap, I'd swap those. I feel like Jalen's hotter right now and Tua's struggling, but still no, they're, both in the league. Had, they're both. Yeah. Tua's he's beaten like the, really the, yeah, the Texans and like the jets. Yeah. Well, still. after some terrible games but to begin, with. I think it's the NFL, baby. Anyways, I think the point you're trying to make I don't is want to hijack it. Also no, to, to add yes. on to that, Jay, if you, so you can also 
present him with, look, you don't have to play a full season. You don't have to take over and play three seasons. You just do what you need to do when you get your chance. You'll have your senior year and then you're straight into the NFL. You're good to go. You're healthy. You're not risking your knees. You're not, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's the Tua situation is a good comparison. there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm saying like, like you're, you're, uh, you're saving some tread on your tires. If you're not playing three, four full seasons, like, uh, like, a a normal situation would be. I will say it'll be interesting though um, for McCarthy in particular. And I I don't really know much about him. I don't know if he Mm -hmm. like has aspirations to get a degree or not. But if you think about like, obviously you can go pro after um, your third season. So you're thinking, okay, well you, you know, you, your one year one's done. I assume that I don't know, maybe Harbaugh will make the change next year, but uh, you know, with Kate back, you'd assume that they probably do something very similar um, again next year, potentially him taking over. Um, but then it's like after those two years, you know, uh, does he just want one year? Uh, it could be risky if he doesn't have a good year and he has to come back for fourth, or maybe he was going to come back always and wants his degree, which I can well, understand as well. I think the um, third, his third year would be his his year by him on his own. His, yeah, he'd so, be gone next after next year, so he'd okay. have one year, one year as yeah, potentially the full start. Yeah. I mean, he uh, could start yeah. next year, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of what I'm getting at is you got to keep him happy, but you no, also want sure. to make sure that you're as the coach, you're in charge. Well, again, um, going back to Jalen Tua, I mean, Tua spelled Jalen in the first national championship, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> came back around, and you know, Jalen spelled Tua, and you know they didn't win the Natty that year, but got them through the the championship game, mm-hmm. so. You know, I think there's something to be said. So I, th- that, like, playbook, that framework is already there. So, yeah, I, I think it's – I think it'll work itself out. I yeah. think it'll be fine. Yeah, there was there was some other stuff I wanted to mention real quick uh, before we move on. I know Harbaugh took a pay cut this year for obvious reasons. They weren't winning the games they needed to win. Uh, and it was just released, I think, yesterday that he is donating all the bonus money from postseason to all the um, – the staff for the the team and the the program. So everyone that was cut for COVID and all that. So they're getting the money. So that's pretty sweet. And then yeah. on top of that, which reminded me, JJ McCarthy reposted that and said something like he's not chasing the cheese. He's chasing greatness. So like, he's clearly still happy with his coach after playing a couple, of, not every game this year. So shit, man, I would do, we'll do that. that win. Yeah. I was going to say, what's that? I'll do that for you. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I've been yeah. saying this whole season. If you're, if you're winning, you're happy, right? Yeah. yeah. It cures all sins. So then you got, uh, the only other thing I got for this two things, actually Hutchinson is now apparently in the talks for the Heisman. I don't, I don't see it happening, but happy for him. And then the last part, I don't know if you guys saw it, Matt Leinert, uh, going to all these games he's been doing all these games he tweeted right after the game that was the best college environment or best environment i've ever seen in college football so i thought that was kind of a, a nice little kudos for for uh, ann arbor and, and the I, blue. I gotta say yeah as an outsider <clears throat> like that game i thought gus called it really well and there was a moment where it was like uh towards the end of the game like if Michigan scores here. This place is going to erupt. And you could hear it was like real quiet, you know, and Gus just like, oh, they punch you in here. This place is going to blow up. And then they scored and the place erupted. I'm like, that's just so cool. Um, I also want to comment on Hutchinson. I think that the O-line should also be considered first rounders. Yeah, because they've been great. Manhandled Ohio State's defense, which was no small task. 
Um, and also just want to call out, it was pretty cool watching uh, Juwan Howard and uh, yeah. Harbaugh mix it up after the game. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to have a chance when you, on the offensive side, push people around like that. But I honestly, I, I think... Push real- people around? Yeah. They push people. That's an understatement of the century. They they smacked them up. Yes. They they did not I mean, even take them out to a nice steak dinner beforehand. No, they Michigan absolutely didn't even need to them. throw the ball. They threw the ball just because. Yeah, <laughs> just they, because they, did, they could. They and that's the thing. I think to. that's what everyone's been been knocking them for all year. It's like, well, we can't. They, and that's what they kept trying to defend, like, Harbaugh wasn't really defending it clearly. He said something about some people tra- travel by land, some travel by air. Like we just chose this week to travel by land, whatever. I think it just shows like they've been able to do it all year, but if you don't have to, yeah, then don't yeah, do I it. Think, I, you know, I, I, I think I think frustrated people yeah. were like, if they were playing a defense that was known for run defense, they still ran the ball yeah. and, and sometimes to little success. This was just a perfect storm of like, how do you beat the Buckeyes? You run it down their throats. And it's not just that you tried to run the ball. You're already very good at it. It was just like the perfect storm. I I was more shocked. I I that didn't surprise me. It was the fact that I I mean, I I I don't think Michigan's secondary, beside Dax Hill, of mm-hmm. course, um, is that great, but you don't need to be when Hutchinson is in the backfield. I would say like 18 pressures. I think it was the single. Yeah. It was since PFF has been um, tracking pressures since I think it was 2014, he registered the single um, most in a game. I think it was like 18 pressures, obviously, yeah. along with the sacks. Yeah. You have a, a Jabo on the other side that didn't even play football like two years ago, and the dude's going to be a first round pick. Well, when you got those two guys yeah. cramming it down your throat, it doesn't matter who's playing cornerback. And, and I mean, that's it where, was just a mess. That's where the you know, CJ Stroud being a freshman, like, yeah. hey, deal with that, you know? And and one I, other I, thing that Gus was saying all game was like, you know, Ohio State, they're lightning fast off, offense, they can score at any time. Yeah. Man, Olave was really kept in check. I mean, he had some big plays, but like, not really. I mean, I hats off to Michigan's defense and their I think that was kind of the plan, though, like that, like that. They've had that for a few games, bend but don't break, kind of mm-hmm. like give up the shorter Olave passes but not like the big i mean they had that one touchdown pass which was a great, right. great play but that was about it yeah 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 I, that, yeah I, I just felt like i don't I know still think I, he I, closed his eyes and threw it on that touchdown pass i i, I felt like Fuck under, it, Chris is down there somewhere uh, yeah. under the circumstances i thought as and now again i i i am just looking at this from like looking at a quarterback for like the lions in the sense i Future. thought stroud yeah in the pocket i mean you got to remember his two tackles are first round picks like pierre whatever the left tackle and then the monster on the right side they're both first round picks and hutchinson and ojabo made them look like rookies like freshmen so i thought there were times where he moved in the pocket pretty well got away from pressure but obviously he's not spectacular or he would have made more plays to win the game but i don't know i I thought that defensive line and then there was some guys in the middle that just played well um i don't know I, it was just a complete game michigan didn't make mistakes ohio state had like seven false starts eight false starts anytime they yeah, had momentum nice. or like a second and, and and short they just kept shooting themselves in the foot which obviously yeah. is to credit the, the the crowd and everything um yeah. for that because they were making these veteran like i said first round pick linemen jump off or have false starts and 
that's definitely credit to the crowd yeah. for that. There were, there were a lot of recruits, obviously, at that game. That's the big game. But uh, I did see there were two, I think, five-star corners at that game. I think one verbally committed already, and they're waiting on the other one. And then since then, we had a four-star defensive end from Richmond, I think just uh, officially signed. He was at the game as well. So, I mean, those are huge. Like, I think that's that's big for That was for big future. for the program. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say... Um, before we wrap up this topic, um, I, and Joe, I told you this, What's that? I bet an irresponsible amount of money on Ohio <laughs> State to cover so much money that I spent <clears throat> the entire day trying to dig out of that hole. I'm mm. still not out of that hole. I actually <laughs> had a pretty nice little NFL Sunday, uh, but boy, um, really still deep in the hole, actually. Like we're, we're still not even seeing daylight, but I, I, I bet a lot on Ohio State covering and just, but I will say, you know, they say money can't buy happiness. And I am still like, you bought my happiness. That, I came out of that game being like, that was a fun game. I had a lot of fun watching it. I feel terrible. I feel awful about the whole, the money I lost, but that was a fun game. Great environment. It was just like an instant classic. And I, you know, kudos to Harbaugh and the Wolverines, man. They kicked ass and that was awesome. So, very happy for you. Very happy for Lucy. Undefeated Wolverines in her lifetime. That's that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. It's nice to just kind of have that monkey off her back. Like, that's all you hear is Harbaugh can't win the, before it was can't win the games when you're, when you're uh, against a ranked opponent. You couldn't win a game against one of the big rivals. Like, so finally nice to get those over with. Yeah. And finally got to the Big Ten championship game. You know, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I think I told you guys going. I, uh, I, I mean, obviously I want them to win, but they've already well, exceeded my expectations. Uh, and one, one last thing on this. Um, I, I forgot to send to you guys. I don't know why I didn't about well, Joe. You might've seen this, but so I, uh, apparently the majority of uh, the hotels in Indianapolis where the big 10 championship is held. Um, obviously a lot of teams pre-book, buy their tickets you know especially if you're like wisconsin you're feeling really good about it well you know rightfully so ohio state fans <laughs> had the majority <laughs> of the tickets oh no it gets better so they had the majority of the tickets and the majority of the hotels in the city but because michigan won a lot of these fans are holding on to their are going are, are going to eat the cost of the hotels and the Couldn't tickets happen to nicer people just so that they wouldn't sell them to Michigan fans. Couldn't happen to nicer people. Yeah. So it's, Airbnb, a, it's a nice little like, you know, sore loser kind of thing there where, yeah, where it, obviously you don't want to eat your $600, but because it's Michigan, all these fans are considering, you know, eating it. We'll see. Obviously couldn't happen to nicer people, but I thought that was kind of uh, an interesting little, little dig there to the rivalry. No, I, I didn't hear that. Losing. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I did see the tickets are ridiculously expensive. I think the cheapest I saw were like four fifty for like, like nosebleeds. Nosebleeds, yeah. Yeah, I mean, something that fans haven't seen, you know, since it's been a Big Ten championship yeah. uh, game. So, should be should be a good one. Um, next game here, the Iron Bowl, another rivalry, a classic. Not necessarily a, as if my day can get more stressful. <laughs> not necessarily I like through a, that bullshit. You know, a, a, a very exciting one. game. No, oh, yeah, game. for you. I made some money on it. I mean, it was. I did uh, too. Well, you know what? You, you, I didn't bet the game because, like, you know, I, I yeah, just, you're too I, close I, to it. 
I well also like Alabama you told us she did. Alabama, well, hold on. I didn't okay. bet it pregame. Okay. Because okay. Alabama is hard to like predict whether or not they're going to cover. Um so I didn't bet it. Um, but then <laughs> as soon as Jameson William Williams got tossed for targeting. Oh, yeah, that's when you yeah, I that's how. when I bet Auburn money line and a cover. And then as soon as Alabama missed a field goal, I hammered Auburn money line. I said, there's no way the Crimson Tide are winning this motherfucking game because, buddy, that's the recipe. You come to Jordan Hare, you miss some field goals, and you lose. But I tell you what, (laughs) again, it goes to money can't buy happiness. And I tell you what, watching those sad sacks of shit just the expression on their face whenever whenever that uh what's his face uh gosh um oh seven caught that touchdown to send it to overtime oh, oh so beautiful. yeah i can't remember what his name is mm-hmm. either yeah I, I the biggest things that came away for me is one no idea bo nix didn't play until i turned it on yeah so that, that what is happened? also did he get hurt in this game or because i was kind no, of no, no, no. It was before game four yeah okay yeah so that also was shocking that um you know bo nix was poor, in that game that poor dude that was playing quarterback was hurt all game oh dude yeah, yeah. he was even Anna mentioned, she's like, this This guy just wants the game to be over. It's in quadruple <laughs> overtime. This poor dude's hobbling out there, trying to throw passes, getting his ass lit up. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but the f- most fun part of the game for me was explaining to my mom and my wife how, like, overtime rules work in college football. It's the dumbest What a mess. Rule. It's so stupid. Better like, than pros. I would take I like that they can't pro. tie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, of course. Like, that. that's dumb and pros yeah. only really bad teams tie um so hand up everyone <laughs> here yeah it it I, I hate that rule after after the third overtime like you're not saving anyone's like health there that's like the no. reason why they cut it like give me a break but also i'm sorry nick saban there is zero reason why your s- number one receiver should mm-hmm. be a gunner on special teams no did you reason. see did you see his post game interview no Saban's? he's like <laughs> yeah did you see it? No. He's like, I told them at halftime, just go out there and have fun. I just want you guys to go have fun. I'm like, who? What? Like, How much does he get paid to say that? Invasion of the body snatchers. Like, I don't know what Miss Terry is doing to him, or like maybe being a grandfather has changed him, but like, holy cow. Like, that was who am I who am I talking to right now? Like, go have fun. A guy that's looking at like that contract extension, like it's already retirement time. I mean, yeah. what more does yeah, that really. dude have to show? Like nothing. He has nothing left to prove. Well, he probably looks around like I got Bill O'Brien, <laughs> doofus Doug Murray. I can't wait. To, he's, on his he way probably here wanted. Yeah, he probably wanted them to lose so he could fire them. Like that was probably what it was. It was like, I, no, Nick, you guys should just do your fire thing. him, dude. Like Bill, Bill and Pete going stink. Just fire him already. Yeah. No, nah, he'll probably wait till they get dog walked 42 and nothing get against the Georgia to fire him. But so I didn't really I mean all the nice things you just said about Michigan. I didn't really want to bring it up. I've kind of contemplated, but sorry, Mike. You know what today is. Lay it on me, big fella. The eight year anniversary of the kick six. Kick six. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Sorry about that. Yeah, fun story. I was at a bar in 
let's undisclose location. Uh, I was in a bar and I uh, was walking out like after the kick, like literally they're not even in the end zone yet. And I'm up because we'd already paid the check and I'm, I'm walking out. And this kid in an Ohio State jersey is like sitting in a booth right by the door. And he points up. He literally points at me in the face and starts laughing. And just pure reflex alone, I cock back and sock him right in the face as head hits off the back of the bench and slams on the table. And I just kept on walking. And uh, that's assault, as you brother. should with with Ohio yeah, State it, fans. It, it, well, it is assault. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's an undisclosed location. Uh, but yeah, that was also the night Paul Walker died. We oh, went to that's a bar. Night your, your buddy requested the song for him. Yeah, we went to a, a bar, a dive bar after that, and requested Good Riddance by Green Day. Oh, yeah. Kick okay, six. on to the next exciting <laughs> rivalry game Bedlam, Oki State. This was, this was the. Um, the, the second catalyst to knocking off some perennial uh, conference champions, obviously Ohio state, uh, they had won four straight and um, you know, Oklahoma done out of it. Goodbye. I thought they were doomed because coach uh, Gundy decided to cut his hair. And my God, I had never wanted to see a mullet so bad in my life. And I was so disappointed when I saw his pregame interview. I'm really surprised see. I haven't seen it on social media yet. It just was normal. I mean, his hair up top was fine. Like what it always is. It's always business up front. But, you know, he, he made the back business as well. And I just wasn't a fan. Not a fan. I mean, you know. I hate I think it. thing of beauty is a joy forever. And a mullet is a thing of beauty. And uh, yeah, damn shame. Damn shame. It, it was uh, the game itself was awesome. I loved first off. I loved Oklahoma State's uniforms. Those helmets should be their full time helmets. Agree. Always. Um, Oklahoma really melted down in this game. Oklahoma State got away with a really, 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 really fortunate call at the at the end in the fourth quarter that allowed them to continue their comeback. But uh Oklahoma muffin punts on like the five yard line in the last like five minutes, just bad news. Um, kind of a fitting way uh, for Oklahoma to end their season. Uh, and obviously uh, coach Riley also wanted to get out of uh, <laughs> um, Norman. Get on that private well. jet. Yep. Get on that private jet to Southern Cal, but uh, very good. I really hope Oklahoma state uh, finishes it off in the big 12 championship game. Uh, it'd be awesome to see them in the playoff as well. Just some new teams, some fresh teams. Like I said, I think everyone's doomed anyway with Georgia, but at least at least get a couple more teams in there, a couple more, you know, maybe a two, three matchup that looks fun um, before the massacre. But um, yeah, I, I, I thought this game was really interesting back and forth. It was fun. It was a great rivalry game. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting here because I think that like, I'm going to lead into our next topic. Um, you know, when you look at how the playoff is shaping up, you know, I don't have any faith in uh, Alabama to beat Georgia. So I think that Alabama is out of the playoff. Um, <clears throat> you know, Cincinnati, Houston is, is no slouch, right? So that's going to be a tough game. Um, you know, Michigan, Iowa, like 
Joe, I'll, I'll leave your thoughts, you know, thoughts to you on that. But I think there's room for another team to move in here. Oklahoma State, if they do, you know, win the Big 12 championship, then obviously I think they're in. But there's another team who could theoretically get in. Without but a coach. No coach. <laughs> and that coaching makes, carousel time, baby. That that just makes his departure even worse. But coaching carousel here. So we'll we'll start with that one. Brian Kelly. I literally Irish goodbyes. Notre Dame. <laughs> and, we were the first one to make that joke today. <laughs> and heads to LSU in a shocking, but very fast uh way. And I, I know a lot of fans and media are now going to probably lobby for this to be a dark period for that kind of a thing. So you don't have these teams left to dry um, like Oklahoma in like um, the fighting Irish, but especially in Notre Dame's case, not only do they have, I think the third and fourth um, recruiting classes over the next two years as of now. Um, so he's done a lot of good work there, but they could, make the playoff and not have a coach, which is insanity. And let's not forget that Brian Kelly killed a kid. So there's that too. Yeah. I, I, I personally think obviously for him. Yeah. I mean, nine and a half million will do it for you. Uh, I don't really blame him for that. Obviously I think he probably could have told LSU to hold on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not like LSU just, has like a bowl game to like really worry about here. I mean, um, listen, you, you kill a kid, you're going to hell. Touchdown Jesus doesn't like traitors, so you're definitely going to hell. Like that guy yeah. is has a corner seat in hell right now. So, do you guys know that Brian Kelly killed a kid? I, I know now. Yeah, I, I knew. I, I forgot actually because I mean it's not something yeah. that you bring up every week. Yeah, they're yeah. practicing in very high winds, and he told the old kid, the kid that uh, does the camera, to go up on scissor lift. It's like 40, 50 mile per hour winds. Scissor lift tips, tips over, kid dies. He keeps practice going for 25 more minutes after that. And they yeah. practice the next day. He's Brian definitely Kelly had kid. he's definitely had his name raked through. I think I sent you guys a couple of posts that have gone around with uh, past colleagues, some very famous ones, um, like Robert Sala and Matt Floor, uh JJ Watt. I've not heard have, that story before. That's yeah. that's straight out of coming to America. Yeah. So I didn't hear this. What is it? Um, so when uh, Brian Kelly was the coach at Central Michigan, um, mm-hmm. his uh, his uh, grad assistants were Robert Sala and mm-hmm. uh, Matt Floor, and he was having a Christmas party at his house. So he um, told them to come over. And when they came and they were excited, obviously, right, the head coach, you know, had this famous party and had him over. And so when they got there, um, they realized they weren't on the guest list. They were actually on the working list. So they, he made them shovel snow and park cars for his party and didn't hmm, tell them that ahead of time. Yeah. And they, and they vowed to never treat that was kind of like their moment together um, where they were like, if we ever make it big, we'll never treat someone like that. Um, hmm, wow. So there's been a lot of stories like that about him. Um, JJ Watt, he literally was in JJ Watt's home um, getting him to go to central JJ Watt went to central and he Watt said the next morning uh, he saw on the news that he uh, Kelly left for Cincinnati and Watt's like, I felt like an asshole. I mean, that's, that is straight out of not JJ Watt, but Salah and LaFleur that's coming to America. That's where, you know, Akeem, Simi, 
I'm having a party. Keep keep Saturday night open. I'm having a party. And then the, he's got them parking cars. Like that's yeah. that is a, the plot to coming to America. Yeah. So and, apparently he's not a he's not a nice guy. I mean, he looks friendly because he's you know pudgy. Just has a I guess <laughs> a friendly looking face, but apparently he's not a nice guy. Sorry. Good luck recruiting south of I-10 whenever you're eating the spiciest gumbo in the world. Yeah, for LSU, I was just going to say, I mean, for him, obviously, it makes complete sense because money's money. But for them, I mean, the guy's been successful, but he's been successful in the Midwest and in the North. So he literally hasn't coached and has zero ties to the South. So I I don't know how that's really going to help. Like LSU, you could have probably picked freaking breaks off. Like even like Billy Napier probably was a, you know, the guy was at Lafayette had rich ties to Louisiana. That was probably the better choice given the guy's been there and has all the connections to the high schools and stuff like that. But Hey, you know, I'm not going to be too mad. Yeah. I'm not mad about the Tigers shooting themselves in the foot on this (laughs) one. Also not mad that Notre Dame is without a coach. We'll see what happens. I would love so, for some of these. What's the rule about going back to this for like bowl games? What's yeah. the rule about bringing in like an interim coach just for the bowl game? Like, are they, is it fair game to bring in whoever they want? Like, how does that work? Yeah. I because, saw Stoops is coaching for Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah so Bob yeah, Stoops is coming out of crazy the, out of the, the booth and uh, is going to coach for the game at Oklahoma. But yes, Joe, and, and the Irish said that, um, if they do name an, uh, an interim coach, he will not be a candidate for hiring, which also is. Yeah, that's going to make people want to let me let me take this job that has no future. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I, I for for Michigan and Michigan State's sake, I hope because they obviously Notre Dame does a great job recruiting in that area. I hope these kids jump ship and find homes in Michigan. But um, I guess we'll see. But that was crazy. Lincoln Riley goes to USC, does a very similar move, um, just kind of overnight pieces out. At least Kelly came back for an 11 minute meeting with his uh, with his team before leaving. Well, after Um, the text message that told them. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah. Riley leaves uh, his plan. Hope you find your new coach. Right. was ridiculous. Again, it's you can't blame him for leaving the way he left. The timing is i think terrible i think they're gonna i think they're gonna put some rules in place for kind of like like poaching rules like you can't right. leave till after the bowl, bowl season yeah. or whatever there's got to be a date they can like it's just like recruiting right yeah so that leaves two really big even though two really big jobs got filled it left two it well, not as yeah. big but the next tier down big uh jobs open um, it'll be interesting to see who who fills those. And Oklahoma's already having um, a stream of players uh, leave uh, for the portal, uh, so that could be bad news for. They'll probably for, have for the to Sooners. change like the signing period, though, because yeah. if you're gonna <clears throat> if you're gonna put in that type of rule that okay, you can't leave till after bowl season. Well, then you have to change the signing period, right? Because now yeah. all of a sudden you have to go recruiting and you know, yeah, they all hinge on each other. It negatively impacts Notre Dame and Oklahoma, two schools, which, you know, screw them. But uh, it positively impacts USC and LSU, one of which screw them. The other one doesn't really matter. But. And it's also not really fair for the kids either, because, you know, depending on the kid, and I don't know exactly the rules, I, I know it's a little looser now with the transfer portal, but it'd be pretty crappy if someone just signed at Oklahoma and then he pieces out and they're stuck yeah. there, right? Yeah. So, um you know, I, I think I, I definitely think because of how crazy this year was and because like especially in Notre Dame got screwed over, you know, 
college football will care and change that it. just goes to show kids don't go to oklahoma or notre dame no nope. don't do it don't go to usc and don't go to lsu because who knows or, what they're going to do. get your team in a conference and maybe someone will help uh <laughs> defend you yeah um and then the last one uh coaching uh carousel here was billy napier goes uh to florida like we said i mean he's a big up-and-coming kid has the saban uh background uh got the the raging cajuns to some very successful seasons probably should have been lsu's choice but you know he's probably going to make him pay at florida i'm i'm gonna miss dan mullen and all of his fuck with her uh real real jerk uh but i did like uh, who was it i forget which which coach did it but um south carolina i forget who it was someone after like their press conference threw up their hood like uh you know when mullen did the whole dark oh, Vader type thing who, who did beat that yeah uh, sounds like a lane kiffin move Gold no it wasn't lane no. <laughs> oh shoot they just showed it i know it was so good i can't remember yeah it was good though yeah it was a good troll yeah it was it was, it was yeah. a great troll um okay so why don't we just quickly go through uh our championship weekend here uh and just give some some quick thoughts um I, why don't we do some picks too? Why not? Um, uh, of these weekends. So I just ordered these in the order in which they're going to be played. So Oregon, uh, Utah, that's Friday. Awesome that it's Friday as well. Gives us something to watch on Friday. Love it. Uh, 10 and 2, Oregon, 9 and 3, Utah. It's the rematch. That was a rough game the first round. Yeah. Oh, Utah, I mean, I, or, I've been Utah saying, crushed him. Yeah. I've been saying, you know, Oregon is incredible. They're an awesome program. Um, you know, Damn shame that they're uh, not going to be in the playoff because they're such an elite program. Um, no, really, I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to make a pick. My brain is in the blender. I have just no idea pick. what's going to happen. You're going to change your betting anyway. You've made picks and just bet against it anyway. So just make make your pick. Oregon. All right. It's in Vegas. Um, yeah, I'm also going to Oregon. I think, I think they're going to be more prepared. And it's also the last one was in Utah, so. Yep, I'll go uh, Oregon. Same, I think Oregon, especially because this was a couple just two weeks. They don't ago, want to be embarrassed. They, they got Again. embarrassed. Neutral site, Rose Bowls, still great, fantastic way to end your season is to get sure. to the Rose Bowl. Um, I, I think Oregon does it. Uh, next one, we have the Big Twelve: Oklahoma State eleven and one against Baylor ten and two. Um, just a little note here: Oklahoma State they have played each other this year and they won the first matchup 24 to 14 in Stillwater. What do you guys think? Can't bet against Mike Gundy. Yep. Even without the Tennessee waterfall. Oh, oh although maybe he's like Samson. He doesn't have this power when his hair gets cut. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Cowboys pokes up. Yep. Also Cowboys. Yeah. I, I, same. I just hope it for him. It's very similar to Michigan. He finally got the Oklahoma thing off his back. I hope he finishes it because they win um, barring an Alabama win they're in. So Alabama loses. Uh, Okie State's going to jump up to that. Um, probably fourth spot might jump um, Cincy, but they win. They have a good shot to be in. So I think they'll, I think they'll do it. Uh, next one, SEC, Georgia undefeated, Alabama 11-1. and one. Georgia. Defense is too good, man. I mean, Auburn was just getting to Bryce Young with no problem. And yeah, Stetson Bennett doesn't have to do that much, you know, and uh, 
I believe that Stetson Ben is way, way better than a kid with one freaking leg. Yeah, so, okay. uh, yeah. So I, I think, uh, I think the Bulldogs are going to, I think Kirby Smart's going to have his day in the sun here. So I think I'm going to take Georgia, but I might check out that spread to see about Alabama covering, depending on what it is. Six and a half. Is it? I bet that one. Yeah. It's one of those things where logic is Georgia, 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 but it's Kirby smart. So there's just that little bit and of Nick Saban. Right. What if he tells and, them to go have fun? They're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. You, we actually, we need to see his like weekly press conference first to see Track what it. mood he's in, because if he's in a really good mood, I don't know, man, we'll see. I think for oh. betting wise, like I, I love a good live bet. I'm going to track this. And if you can get anything over seven, I think I might take that. Even especially if you can get it up by 10. Yeah. They go down early. Might be something to jump on. Yeah. I I think Georgia wins, but I'm I'm kind of with Joe. We'll see what the spread. Um, I I just have a really hard time believing Alabama is going to get blown out. Um, You have to just see it to believe it, right? Obviously, it's possible, but you just kind of, it's one of those things. You have to see it to believe it first. Yeah. Um, The next one, I don't even know what conference since he's in. I'm sorry. It's not Conference USA. It's, I have no idea. Them, they play Houston uh, since he's undefeated. Uh, they're only on this list because they're undefeated and have a chance at the playoff. Uh, Houston's 11-1. and one. They did not play each other this year. Um, Houston's only loss was Texas Tech the first game of the year. So since then, they've pretty much rolled. Um, what do you guys think? Actually, why don't I give you a line, too? So that'll tell us since he's uh, how close favored. it is. Right? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Mike, what do you think? Um, I have some dead air here. Give yeah, I, I, I want to say Cincy. It, it just, it feels like just one of those situations where, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston won because, you know, bails out the committee from having to make a decision. But yeah. uh, 10 and a half. 10 and a half. Yeah. It seems high. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Cincinnati or Houston football this year. But, but um, it does say 75%. 75% of the bets are for Houston because that's a high because of the spread. Yeah. But yeah. Still. Um, yeah. I, I, I personally think, uh, I don't know. I, it's one of those things where the games that I've seen of since have not been great. They've looked like a solid team, but not a great team. And they're going to have the pressure right of, of this moment. Houston really has nothing to lose beside, you know, <laughs> the glory of, of keeping, Cincinnati out of the playoff and obviously winning their their uh, conference. So um, 10 and a half. I don't know this, about that. This has got to be their toughest game besides Notre Dame, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if they'll cover. I think it's kind of like the Alabama game. I think I'll take Cincy, but I don't know if they'll cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think it might be one of those things where I watched the first drive. I I, I, I think Houston's a pretty good team. They're ranked. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they very well could lose this. I'm not sure where this game's played at because I don't even know. This is conference in is at, Cincinnati so. at Nippert Stadium. Oh, so maybe it's just one of those where the the number one team gets home field. I know some I of guess. those um, group and of the, five do that for their championships. American Athletic Conference Championship. Oh, the American Athletic. I know since he's moving up next oh, year. but Shame on you. You should I'm know sorry. that. I know. Um, maybe I'll take Cincinnati at home, but I don't think they cover. Uh, okay, next one. Big Ten, Michigan, eleven and one. Iowa, ten and two, in Indianapolis. Wolverines, ten and a half is the line here again. Wolverines At, for Michigan. Yeah. 
I think Iowa might. Mm, 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 mm. Wait. I think this has got to be wrong. It says minus 10 and a half for Iowa. Oh, yeah, well, if that's the case, sure, is I'm that basketball? The Wolverines for sure. No. Big 10 championship, Lucas Oil. No, I think it's just way. wrong. Yeah, that has to be the- wrong. <laughs> There's no way. No, no Joe, way. Take that. Yeah. I don't. I mean, this it, is on bars to, or this is on um, Bleacher Report, so it could just be uh, they typed yeah. it in wrong. It's not yeah, on they FanDuel did. yet. It's, it's eleven. Michigan's on. on yeah, it's bars the other way. Michigan's minus. Yeah, they just they just typed it yeah. in wrong. Oh, I was gonna say if that if FanDuel or someone made that mistake, you take that. Holy now. cow! Yeah, yeah, you clear out your. Yeah, I was just for that. One. I was just looking on on uh, Bleacher Report because they they okay. do the uh, they put like a random spread on there that they find. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michigan for sure. Wolverines. Yeah, I would like to. I'd like to say. I mean, I think Michigan will win. Hopefully, um, will they cover? They should. I mean, Iowa has not looked good lately at, at all. No. I mean, they've been squeaking by, and their defense has softened up, which is the the worst thing for them coming yeah. into this game. So um, yeah, if Michigan can run the ball, but at the same time, I could see Michigan getting up, say fourteen, and then kind of just running, cramming it down their throat. Iowa getting like a late score or something just to just because Michigan's like that bend, but don't break mentality. And then yeah. it's closer. It's looks closer than it actually was. I could see that happening too, but I'm taking Michigan. Yeah. I, I, I'm taking Michigan. I think the only thing that could derail them is if Iowa's defense shows up like it did before yeah. and Cade makes a mistake other, I, I don't think, but then can Iowa's mm, offense? No, no, absolutely not. So that's why I could that. see. Yeah. I, I could see like if Michigan turns the ball over, like in the red zone twice and Iowa has nowhere to go. Like I could see that being a scenario. I don't see it, but that would be a scenario where Iowa could win. Um, but I, I think Michigan probably uh, wins big, finishes yeah. it off, gets to the yeah. playoff. Big like, win. Big, just have big all this momentum. Hopefully. Uh, and, the, and the last one, the ACC championship, Pittsburgh 10-2 and two versus Wake Forest 10-2. and two. I love Kane. Thank you, dude. I can't wait yeah, to we see know. him wearing black and gold for the Steelers after we Zero do 5-11-1. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Love, love, love Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Panthers. I do like Sam Hartman. I think he's a great player. But QB1. Uh, yeah, QB1, baby. I'll take Wake Forest. I, I haven't really watched any Pitt besides highlights of Pickett to see if he's one of the Lions, but um, I think Wake Forest will pick it up after that North Carolina loss. It's kind of right the ship. Yeah, it's a three-point um, Cle- spread. Pittsburgh. Clemson, Clemson loss. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they Clemson lost it. Yeah, but the the comeback from UNC was horrible. Yeah. Uh, the over oh, under yeah. set at seventy two, which is probably right. Um, uh, I I, I think what, what is the over under at? Seventy two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said. I thought you nope. said something else. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, uh, this is tough for me because when you think Pittsburgh is going to play well, they don't. <laughs> and when you, um, when you don't think they'll play well, they do. They're one of those teams. So um, I, I think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a close shootout. Probably last possession wins it. This one's also in Charlotte. Yeah. So that's going to be a home game for Wake. Yeah. 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 So but how well, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of Yinzers down North Carolina though. Like, it's also not that far. Yeah. Well, Pittsburgh, like, there's a lot of people from Pittsburgh that like moved to North Carolina. Like, yeah. Know. There's also a lot of people from Pittsburgh that like Penn State because Pittsburgh is sucked for football. So, what the hell does that mean? That means if you're a Yinzer, it doesn't guarantee that you're a Panthers fan. I don't, I, I 
don't agree with that. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, their stadiums sold out every every week. Like I didn't realize you were. Oh, you would not believe how fan. many diehard Panthers fans there are that like. What happened with like you? They, 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 uh, you jumped ship. What, yeah, I know. You like, uh, this Yinzer's well, talking well. about the, the big Panthers fans and he's not even one himself. Oh, well, I like to see them do well. <laughs> I have family ties. Yeah. They know? kept your interest so much over the years. Eh, I have family ties. You know, there's something like, you know, like my dad eight. was a big, my dad was a big Panthers fan either, but like, you know, it's, it's the Pittsburgh Panthers. Like you want to, so you it, think bro. those people are traveling or, or paying for tickets to go into that stadium? Sounds no, confident. I think there's people who live in North Carolina. They're going to pay Panthers for those fans. tickets. Yeah. The ends are spelled, <laughs> spend their money on other stupid stuff. So, yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, uh, I don't think I'll take an light at that stadium. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'll take Pittsburgh close game, but I don't believe in that very much. So we'll see. Um, all right. That was, uh, that was, uh, all the college football. That was, that was great. So why don't we move on to our trophy? Uh, this is an interesting one, obviously one that is very, um, little known, had no idea and kind of enjoyed it once I, I read about it, but we are talking about the Eli Buck trophy, uh, and that is played between the Ohio state Buckeyes and the Illinois fighting Illini. So let me hit you guys with some fun facts. So first, first one, this is the pen ultimate trophy that we will be talking about here in season one for all those keeping track. That's second to last. We're almost done guys. Can you believe it? It has been quite a ride. Yes. I can't believe it's been 15 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16, 16 <laughs> really? weeks actually. Yeah. I don't know what date is, but I believe it. <laughs> um, and this is also another fun fact. The only trophy that Ohio State plays for uh, their primary rival, as we know, is is Michigan. Um, but those two do not play mm-hmm. for a trophy, which is actually kind of disappointing. I think they probably could. I don't think that rival can handle the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you're I just asking for that to get stolen or get like burned by a team that, loses, that doesn't give it up or something. I don't, yeah. As you're just asking for problems with that, I think. Yeah, I, I can just picture Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh, you know, exchanging trophies at the end of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Um, all right, next one fact here. This is tied, believe it or not, for the second oldest Big Ten rivalry trophy behind the Little Brown Jug. Hmm. Uh, it is tied with our old pal, the old Oaken Bucket. Uh, and representing a whole damn state. It is literally tied Two because they were both introduced on November twenty first, nineteen twenty five. What? <laughs> same day. Same day. Same day. Rivalry weekend, which we'll get to. Um, this game is not played. Was not played this year. That's why we kind of put this at the end of the season. Uh, the last time it was played was in twenty seventeen. And Ohio. I State heard they were won. afraid to play Illinois. <laughs> uh, Penn State I, told them. Yeah, uh, and this is not scheduled to play again until twenty twenty four. Now, obviously, Damn. you can put an asterisk there. Yeah, because that's just how the the random with the East and West now in the Big Ten. That's um, so You stupid. can have those cycles uh, where you don't play a West or an East team for that long. Um, but we'll see. Uh, with the, the the Alliance, obviously, we haven't heard much about it um, since it happened, but uh, that could change this scheduling as well. But I guess we'll see. Um, all right, guys. What's your first impression of this bad boy? Oh, not what I was going to be expecting. What in the world it's is a that? turtle? <laughs> that is, uh, that's a turtle. 
it's a cute little turtle though you yeah. know uh yeah. how big is it that's i just realized that i didn't put those pictures in um it is normal size let me pull up a picture why don't you guys describe normal size. size yeah why don't it's, you guys why don't like you guys a describe little turtle in my turtle. backyard or are we talking like a sea turtle it's a cute little wooden turtle like the size of a football look at it look at it is it it's wooden so cute yeah it's it is wooden. wooden it's carved out of it's a nice wood. rich mahogany it's got the the dates, the years on the on his shell. Yeah, it's got a live buck Graffiti. carved into his shell, and then it's got the dates in of the games in yellow. That's All cute right, as just, can be. I just updated and added some pictures of our favorite uh, Buckeye here. Oh, that's well, a, a good, a good size, size too. Yeah. I love that little guy. Is that Zeke holding it? It, it, it sure is. That's he cute was, as can be. His team was the last one to uh to win it. Oh, so it's been a while. Um, well, they haven't played yeah since 2017. So mm. I love um, turtles, man. That's cute. Hmm. Yes, it's bigger that, than I thought it was. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a it's a good size. Um, yeah, it's it's a turtle, and on the shell it says the Eli Buck, and it has carved, and then it has carved uh, the dates and the scores of each date. So I assume they go through multiple trophies. That is a good assumption. Or they sand his shell down and redo it. <laughs> um, all right. So why don't I uh, give you guys some uh, some of this uh, history of this rivalry? So the first matchup between the two schools was in 1902. Uh, it ended in a 0-0 tie. Very, very hmm. uh, interesting game. So who got game it? There. Um, so the, oh, in 1902, it was not there yet. And Illinois would win the next two matchups, 46 Oof. to nothing and 37 to nothing. So that's uh, they they dominate ultimately, like one would expect. Ohio State leads the overall series, uh, 68 wins to 30 losses to four ties. So that's probably the least, um, yeah, surprising, surprising thing. Yep. So, uh, as I mentioned, this trophy was uh, introduced in 1925. Uh, and and I kind of told you before, uh, this is the second time we've talked about the year 1925 this year because the old I don't really remember what it was like um well so I thought we'd do something a little different this time I want to test your guys's memories fellas uh and the listeners as well so Joe you weren't on the pod yet but you did listen to the episode uh, Mm -hmm. because I was struggling to speak um on that episode slurring episode (laughs) so I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions to see if you guys remember what life was like in 1925. Magna so, these are, so these are some fun facts that we talked about in episode two. And I want to see if you guys War of 1812 can remember. Are you guys 69. ready? I want you both ready. to guess. I'm, right. I, well, I'm giving my answers. It was that Let's right? start off with an easy one here. Magna who won, Carta. Who won the World Series in 1925? Uh, Cubs. I want to say it was the Pirates. Pirates. That is one. Oh, Joe, this is a competition, by the way. Oh shit! Hold on. Okay, if it's competition. Sorry, Magna Carta. No, you already lost. I I remember in that episode you mentioned it was the Pirates because like Mike was excited about it. Yes, it was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay, all right. Mike, you were down. Competition. All right, let's go. All right, next question. These were the uh, there were two states who voted women as their governors, making them the first Mm. and second women governors in the United States. What were those two states? One was Texas, wasn't it? Because it was surprising. 
Okay. I, I don't want to, because it's a competition. I won't, I won't give any hints, but okay. okay. So Joe, you got one for Texas. I'm going to say the other was. You guys can tag team it too, if you want. I'm going to say Michigan. No, I Illinois. That. Illinois. So Texas is right. One of them was Texas. That was the second governor, Miriam Vermont. A. Ferguson. No, it was Wyoming. Shelly Taylor Ross. Hmm. Taylor Ross, excuse me. All right. Uh, two questions left. The National Football League added five teams in 1925. Oh, gosh. What were those five cities that I mentioned? I will give you a hint. Two of them. Uh, one team is still a team, and one of the cities has a current team in it. The other three do not anymore. So what were those five cities? Just give me the cities. Okay. Columbus. No. Shit. I think I guess. Right, can you repeat, repeat the, the second part you said there about the cities uh, and... Yes. So one of the cities, it, the football team still exists to this day. Okay. One of them has a current team, but it's not the same team anymore. Houston? No. And then the other three do not have. Okay. So Columbus, so Houston, Charlotte? No, that wasn't it. Cleveland? Uh, you guys are, it's in Ohio, but it's not Columbus or Cleveland. Cincinnati. Cincinnati? No, not a current team. Not, not a Akron. Hall of Fame. Oh, Canton. Canton. Shit. Canton. Canton's one. This was also when we talked about Chris Mandia wrongfully. Miami? I was going to say that's way too early. Um, Man, this is testing your guys' memories here. Okay, so Canton's one. Mm-hmm. Where other teams that you said, where other cities that you said have a team but no longer have a team? Yep. Uh, Two more. East Coast, one's yeah. in Eastern Pennsylvania. Uh, Hartford? Nope. No, not Philly. Smaller town. Yeah. I'll save you guys. Pottsville. And I mistakenly oh, that's said Kane. that's where yeah. Uncle Kev, but he's actually Pottstown, not mm-hmm. Pottsville. Uh, so that's two. What's the other East Coaster? Uh, the New, Eng- New England. New England. You're just in the wrong state. Hartford? You already you just said that. Said Hartford. Are you sure it's not Hartford? <laughs> Pretty positive. What about Hartford? Providence. Providence, really? Rhode Island. Okay. Providence. I don't remember. Steamroller. They were rolling some steam up there. I remember I was drunk off my ass that episode. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So now you have the two teams. One of them is currently a team, another East Coast team. Big city. Uh, Giants. Giants. Yes. Yeah. The New York Giants. And the last team is one that I said would be close to my heart, which would also be close to Joe's heart, this city. Detroit? Yes. The Detroit Panthers. Oh, there you go. I was going to say Cougars. That's the Rings. <laughs> yes. Yes. So those are the five teams. Oof. Man, this, Mike, you were. Really I was drunk off that. my ass that episode. <laughs> All right. So lastly, last question. So we talked about a high school science teacher by the name of John T. Scopes, who was found guilty of breaking his state's law of teaching evolution. What state did he teach in? Remember, Mike, because you were like, oh, my gosh, that was not that long ago. Yeah. And uh, it is south of the Mason. Uh, yeah, line. I thought it was Tennessee, I think. Yeah. Tennessee. It was Tennessee. Yeah, there we go. He was from Dayton, Tennessee. Got which it. It's interesting because you think of Dayton, Ohio. All right, there you go, guys. You, you kind of remembered 1925. Oh, Joe of. crushed me on that one. 
<laughs> yeah, one and a half, right? All right, not not too bad here. I think next week might be a similar case as well. I think the last trophy is also a year that we have uh, discussed here, so we'll see. I can't. Um, I don't know for There's sure. There's only so many years we can go through, guys. Let's I know. give yeah, us a break. I wasn't as Sorry. drunk for that other episode. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so back to the history of this trophy. So uh, believe it or not, back in the 20s, uh, the Illini, not the Wolverines, were actually the Buckeyes' biggest rival, and the two actually met on the last day of the season from 1919 through 1933. Uh, So that's kind of what prompted uh, this trophy. So during that stretch, Illinois was by far the more dominant team, and they won three national championships in that um, stretch there. So a lot of those 30 wins were... Um, at the beginning of this rivalry in the early days um, before the, the Buckeyes program uh, kind of took off. So to, to further kind of stoke the flames of the rivalry, two university junior honor societies, uh, Bucket and Dipper at Ohio State, and I'm going to butcher this, but Atius Satchem at Illinois. Uh, so those two societies decided in 1925 that they were going to give the rivalry an extra incentive. So they decided that the winner of that year would gain possession of a real live turtle, mm. uh, appropriately named the Eli Buck, uh, as a play on both the Eli and I and the Buckeyes. Uh, so the turtle was chosen for its long lifespan. Uh, and uh, it is a symbol of eternal rivalry between the two teams. So that was kind of like the the logic. Um, that was the only the thing is because it lived a long time. Yep. And apparently they could get their hands on Turtles a live turtle. Turtles live for a long time. Yeah. Unfortunately and ironically, this one did not. So, yeah, go figure. Huh. Yeah, that seems right. Yep. The, yep. the Eli Buck unfortunately passed away in 1925 after he uh, died escaping from an Illinois fraternity bathtub. Oh, God. <laughs> of all the places to keep something alive yeah, what did they what did up. they expect was going to happen with this i mean come on so i can't uh, obviously the the um the stories and the sources can get a sketchy that definitely happened it died there was a report and they, it died that they had filled the tub with alcohol uh, oh god who could ever yeah alcohol i was gonna say that was, turtle's drunker than yeah. like oh Yes. So Poor I don't turtle. know if that is true, but it definitely did die in the hands of an Illinois. Fraternity I mean, that's guy. true. That that's absolutely true. I, I tell you what, as a fraternity <laughs> guy. Uh, yeah. If we had a turtle, it would be getting drunk at a bathtub. That's well, actually we didn't have any <laughs> bathtubs. That's probably a smart move on the school's part. They built those houses. So. Yeah. yeah um, so they obviously wanted to avoid that incident happening again so after that they decided to construct a wood replica of the turtle and uh the winner of that game has received that wooden trophy ever since um and you can kind of tell a little bit here um and and you can scroll down a little bit the 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 turtle isn't like a a, an exact uh mold uh it it kind of changes varies it it gets bigger every year not every turtle like snowflakes not every turtle is the same yeah that's absolutely true man yes so sometimes the scores are on the back it looks like for this one the scores are on the belly which i can appreciate yeah it it, it changes some look better than others um the the 60s one is uh is a little rough there um the 80s one's nice nice and polished Yes, that is a nice definition. On oh, the head, that is the a feet. really nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Good craftsmanship in the 80s, boys. 
So as you guys can see, and I think it was the case of the other one, they can, um, as you two can see, the listeners can't, uh, there's about nine or so um, scores that can be put on there, eight to nine, uh, depending on, um, you know, the size of the turtle and, and how big they, they carve the letters in. But it looks like most of them get at least about eight in. Um, so as of 2007, this was the, the, the furthest um, or the, the closest to our current date that I could find. There have been nine ally bucks that have been carved hmm. so could be on their 10th potentially now uh that was well, they're only playing now, every but... few years so they're probably not going through too many right so there there have been nine um and so one last kind of interesting thing here um <laughs> that again i couldn't get too much information on but it definitely had a few sources saying that this happens but the rivalry at one point once including uh once included the smoking of a peace pipe between members Hell of those yeah. two uh, junior <laughs> honor societies uh, yeah. during halftime of the games. Don't know what they smoked. Don't know if they still do it, but at oh, some I, point oh, in time. They're, oh, they're still doing it. <laughs> they, uh, they would Someone's doing it and, there. So it's obviously a very intense rivalry between uh, these two schools. Yeah, the two. smug a freaking <laughs> peace pipe. Also, if you scroll up, you can see in that, well, what was the first picture uh, where Zeke Elliott's got it? You can see the the... Illinois Stadium in the background. Like, look how small <laughs> that is. Like, there's like ten rows of bleachers. Like, it's not legit. Yeah. Hey man, uh, there's it's no Illinois, reason to but... spend the money if people aren't showing up, right? That's, yeah, but I mean, it's hard to have a rivalry when you're. <laughs> if you want to call that a stadium, right? You have a high school stadium essentially. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's all I got for you guys. Uh, so why don't we do our rankings here? Uh, so the listeners again, we rank on a scale of one to five for looks, uh, history of the rivalry. Uh, the rivalry itself, or excuse me, the history of the um, trophy, the rivalry itself, and then overall, whether we put it in a bottom, middle, or top tier. So, uh, Mike, why don't we start with you? Yeah, it's I love turtles, man. And it, this is a five. Like, I, I I love this little thing. It's so cute. It's fun. It's cuddly. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan. I like that they, you know, they have to do a different one all the time. So that that's pretty stinking cool to me. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a solid five. Uh, for the history, uh, actually, it had a lot more history than I expected. Like anytime you throw in a turtle in a fraternity bathtub getting drunk, that's pretty cool. Uh, so for that reason, I'm gonna give it a two. It would be a one because, like you know, just you know, there's a there's a peace pipe too. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Uh, three. Peace pipe and fraternity bathtub each wow. get one point up. Don't it's let the rivalry skew skew you. Keep yeah, that, that that's, that's separate. Can I put the rivalry as a zero? Like it's just they dog walk them all the time. I'll do one out of respect for the fact that you know they got done at the beginning. But yeah, uh, yeah. So five for looks, three for history, one for rivalry. Uh, that kind of like equates to what should be a mid tier, but uh yeah we'll do mid-tier because i do love this stinking turtle it's cute as hell so Joe, what do we got for us so for looks i'm gonna go four they're they're unique uh i was not expecting a turtle based on the the name ally buck and clearly i didn't well we're not supposed to do any research ahead of time but not what i was expecting um so i'm gonna give it a four for looks history uh there's not much i mean I feel like you can go to any frat and they killed some kind of animal. So oh, go ho, 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 whoa. Can go with one? Whoa. 
Any animal could be a mouse. Whoa. I have never killed an animal, so not on purpose. I didn't, I didn't say you did, but I'm guessing your fraternity at some point has. I hope. Not. Well, well, who knows? We'll see. So we'll do a one for history. Uh, rivalry, I'm going half a point. <laughs> and overall tier, I'm going low. Uh, I did, I've never even heard of this before, so um, I've been tracking the Big Ten for pretty much my whole life so yeah low tier all right uh i'm gonna go look so i'm gonna go with a four i love how it's unique i was equally as shocked when i started doing research that it was a turtle i had done pre-research on all these beforehand but uh, again no idea it even existed definitely didn't expect it to be a turtle i think it's awesome it's very unique um so i'm gonna go for the history i gave it a, i i i give it higher for i think a different reason than you guys so i went 3.75 so oh my god for what for rivalry no for history oh history yeah because i one thing i do like is that it's old so they've been doing this uh second oldest since 1925 so i I think that's what bumped it up from a three to a 3.75 for me couldn't give it a four because like joe said as far as like the actual like reasons why it was a little because short it lives a long time and then they killed it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but i do like how it was a live animal i don't think that we had a, a live um, peter might say otherwise <laughs> uh, animal uh, that happens very rarely um obviously for obviously reasons oh, okay floyd so i loved floyd being live at the beginning as well our um, big boy so I, I, oh, yeah, that's why, yeah. So that's why I, I put it there. Obviously, I think it's uh, cool uh, that they also did their, their little uh, smoking sessions at halftime. So there's a little bit of a history. The, there's a history. It's just not a great rivalry. So for the rivalry, I put 0.75 um, because the only reason I didn't put a zero is just like Mike said, out of respect that Illinois did at the beginning um, win a lot of the games. Obviously, they're terrible at football um, ever since have been still are their basketball yeah, they'll get a sneaky win here and there right so they do win occasionally um when when ryan day goes pro uh maybe and and bilma builds this program in four years maybe maybe in 2024 you know we're looking at an upset here but uh but yeah the rivalry itself is low but because of the looks and the history i gotta put it in the middle tier for me so and i i do think looking back um when we discuss all of the past trophies i think some of my early choices are going to change based yeah, on I what agree. we've seen. I um, agree. Now. Well, then you're comparing them to the others that we weren't aware of yet, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't even, uh, I've never even seen this thing before. Because <laughs> they only I, play I, every once every Well, like that and I've years. also never, I don't think I've ever watched uh, <laughs> no, Illinois, Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like scheduled programming for you i think it's on uh local programming <laughs> yeah that, that's usually barry wayne's on, world like, comes 10, on afterwards like. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah all right so that's gonna do it for us this week guys um so follow us on instagram listeners at whiskers.whiskies and please subscribe to our youtube channel also don't forget to check out our be- uh, saturday morning bets that we're going to continue we've been slacking a little bit there we've been sending them to each other but uh, we need to finish strong here in these this last week here. This is our last chance to really bet for college football. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it worth it. Also, because it's the last one, please send us yours. Um, this is also your last chance to really bet until the playoff in, in a month. Uh, you're going to have a dry spell here. So sharing is caring, folks. Please. Sharing is caring. 
So join us next week when we talk about the last rivalry trophy of season one, the Governor's Victory Belt. For Mike and Joe, I'm EJ. Always remember, too much of anything is bad. Too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys.